morning, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Casey. Sorry I missed you last week. I was, I was out in the desert in Arizona thinking deep thoughts. And the one thing I was thinking about was, was the why, right? So we have a belief that the business is evolving and ever evolving and asking questions and getting better and new things and better things. So, so the question that I had when I was sitting on that plane for five hours was why, right? So why was it that five years ago, a lot of the top producers, let's say the top five agents, we were all at a certain level. And then over the last five years, that level took a dramatic turn, right? So let me go to just share this real quick with you and, um, and go to this, right? So, so why is it that that happened? That we did $71 million and these are the top 20 agents behind, behind us. And so it's about seven to one, the business. And, and again, it's the what is fine, but the why did that happen, right? And this can help everybody. This is going to help everybody, even Samson agents or whoever the sellers. Why was it that we stopped comparing ourselves to other agents and started comparing ourselves to entire companies and offices? Like, like the volume we did was the exact same as all of the Compass agents combined and all the Pearson agents combined. So, so why is it that we did more than the Long and Foster offices? And so I really started focusing on, you know, what, what did, what is different? And, you know, we always said pricing, 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 pricing is important, but that's not it, right? So the key word, I think the number one word that we have is collaboration, right? So we collaborate. And we don't tell, and hopefully sellers aren't telling us, because if you ever walk in and after 10 minutes, people are telling you something all the time, then it's not gonna be good. When they're asking you questions, when we ask them questions, now we have a collaboration. And collaboration is critical because Cliff Dumas used to say, if we're gonna tell a lie, we need to all tell the same lie when we coach. So. If we're, gonna, if we're gonna tell a story, we all need to be on the same story. We all need to understand what the plan is and where we're going. And that collaboration is, is very critical, right? So here, now we come to, um, before you can collaborate, right? Before you can collaborate with an agent, which is gonna be important, and I'm just talking real estate here. Before you can collaborate and, and uh, uh, you need to authenticate their opinion because we all have opinions, right? Everybody has an opinion. You get 10 realtors or 10 accountants in a room, they're probably all gonna tell you different stuff. So doctors, same way. So we need to authenticate that what they're telling you, that your collaboration partner is, knows what they're doing. They've been here, done that. They've got plenty of success story. So what a seller needs to ask is, and you need to, this is a business transaction. And don't, this is not a personal thing. You need to say, can you send me your um, track record? Now let's say I'm selling a $1.5 million house. Can you send me a track record of you selling homes over a million dollars in my town, right? So, and then what you wanna look at is how long did it take them to sell? So our average days on market is five, but some agents, their average days on market is 80. And 
And I and 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 that really got me, you know, because I looked at that and I said, why is it that agents of my generation, why is it that their houses are sitting on the market for 80 days on average, and ours is selling in five? Why is it that theirs are selling in 120% of assessment and ours are selling in 131% of assessment? Now I'm going to go back to the key word of collaboration, right? So this is not about pricing. This is about the collaboration of preparing a home for sale, because I do think that our number one asset is how we prepare the home for sale. Now, when I look at a house, just like when other agents of my generation, and I think, you know, you guys know who I'm talking about. When we look at a house, it looks fun. So Morgan and I were at a house the other day. It looked fine to me, you know, there's yellow paint, but it's fine, it's fine. But that was not fine with Morgan because we don't see it. And again, I would be in the same boat as Lillian and Pat, some of the other agents, because if they're looking at it, they don't see it. They don't see what the buyers are looking at. We're not the buyers. The seller is not the buyer. We are of a different generation. We need to have a collaboration with the buyer's generation. And so it's been so powerful that Morgan and I literally in the front foyer of a house are arguing over whether we should paint or not paint. And I'm saying it looks fine. And Morgan says, it's not fine. Now, Kelly does the same thing to me. Billy does the same thing. The collaboration with Colby and and the 30-something agents, when they say, this is not fine, this needs to be painted, or the hardware needs to be switched out, or the lighting fixtures need to be switched out, or whatever needs to be done to make this house look good, that's why they're selling at 131%. That's why they're selling at five, uh, five days, an average of five days, is the preparation of the houses, the collaboration of the preparation of the houses is the key. If you're looking for a key. Now, here's why that doesn't really happen. And then here's why that the agents are sitting there at 80 days and they're sitting there at 120% of assessment and, you know, and their houses are selling at 30,000 under their list price instead of 115,000 over list price. It is all about the main thing is this collaboration of a 30 something sitting in the room. I'm not talking about interior designers. And I'm not talking about a stager. A stager is about furniture and you know presentation and all this stuff. But let me tell you something. A stager wants a three-month contract in order to lug all this furniture in there. Pay a lot of money, right? Well, if our average days on market is five, then why would we want to bring in three months worth of furniture and pay for it, right? So I'm not talking about stagers. And a lot of agents luff this off and say, well, just bring in a stager. No, no, that's not it, right? So it's a $40 million a year agent that does a ton of business, that has a huge success record, sitting next to us, telling us, the seller and me, what to do with the house. And in that part of the collaboration, we just need to listen. Now, nobody wants to paint. Nobody wants to do hardware. Nobody wants to put up lighting fixtures. It's time. It's energy, it's money, right? 
So we only have so much time, energy, and money. And I'll be honest with you, maybe I don't have the energy to go ahead and redo that. What they do, Billy does. Billy spent three days at a $2 million house just making sure that everything gets done and the paint is right and that, you know, that I don't have that kind of energy. I don't have that kind of time, right? But they do. And so it's important that, again, the word for today is collaboration, collaboration between the old and the young, right? Now, with that said, <clears throat> a collaboration is also about making sure that we're all on the same page, right? So Pam last night and I are sitting at a listing appointment and the husband is clearly gung-ho and we're ready to go. And so I said something like, um, so, and you know, the questions, you guys ready to roll? And he goes, he said, yeah, we're ready to roll. And, and Pam says, no, we're not. And I said, what do, you, what do you mean? And she said, she's not ready. And the husband says, yes, she is. And the wife says, no, I'm not. Pam goes, she's thinking. She's, she's thinking right now. She's not. So the intuition that was going on between Pam and the wife was a clear example of a collaboration of are we all on the same page? Not telling, asking, are we all going together on this? If, if we move forward and it's a complicated transaction or it can be a complicated transaction if we let it be, it can be very smooth, it can be complicated. But if we're all on the same page and we're all moving forward and we all know step-by-step step what everybody's doing and how we're gonna do it and what we'd expect and what is historical, what, you know, what is customary, then everything works smooth. And that's how we get $113,000 over list price on average, five days on the market, 131% of assessment. So the collaboration works, but the question that I had was why is it so much? And all of a sudden it dawned on me, if I did what Lillian and Pat did, if I had to walk into a house and I did the listing, I would fall into the same trap. Not their fault, not their fault. It's not the fault of, a, of an older agent that walks in and looks at a house and says, this looks good to me because it does. And it looks good to the seller. And for some times, the sellers will think about it and say, well, it looks good to me, right? But we're not the buyers. That the, they're not looking for antique. They're not looking for traditional. And I think the whole, this whole um, thing changed when, when Morgan came on board and she said, well, that's a traditional look, but the buyers want a transitional look. She did all her research and everything. She said, we've got to present transitional homes, not traditional homes. Now, Kelly would walk in and go, that's purple wall. We got to change this. And Kelly is no nonsense, no BS, gets it done very inexpensively how to do it and how to present it. But to present to a seller and say, look, this is a traditional house. We need to set it up in a transitional way. And it's not hard and it's not expensive. And every dollar we spend, we're going to get back seven. So, you know, but nobody wants to do it. Sellers don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Nobody wants to do it, but it's got to be done. So the yellow paint that uh, Morgan and I got in a big argument over, she went through, had, had her painter go out there and do it, set up the way she wanted it. And the seller 
the seller calls up and says she's a genius. That was genius because instead of now the yellow walls making everything else look kind of yellow, now the colors we use match all the other colors or at least blend with the other colors and make them perform more like tans. So tans are more acceptable than yellows, right? So it goes yellow, tan, then, then grayish. So, so she had the energy, she has the taste, she's the buyer. Colby's the same way, Billy's the same way, Kelly's the same way, that for us to collaborate with a buyer, I mean, a real buyer, somebody that works with buyers every day, they're in here, they're your same age, same, um, you know, income brackets, same taste. So, so if I have to lay the, lay the, um, what am I looking for? The credit for why this is. Yes, the marketing is important. And yes, the price is important. And I'll talk about our collaboration on that too. But way up here, on top of everything else, on the Mount Olympus of why are we getting so much more than everybody else? Why is our business seven times more than everybody else? Why are we, you know, how do you, how do you get it done that, that fast when everybody else is not having similar success? It is because a 30-something is preparing the house in a transitional fashion. And that's what all the buyers want to say. Looks better online. Looks better in person. It means that, remember how the seller and I don't want to do the work? Right. Well, neither do the buyers. The buyer has three kids, two jobs. You know, they're all working. Um, they have no time. We've just taken all their money because you're, you're charging 150000 over what they're normally worth. So we've taken all their money. They don't have any time. They don't have any energy. I don't know how many of you have three kids, but they will wear your, you, they'll wear you out. So the buyers don't want to do it either, right? And to be honest with you, I think that the key is that Billy and Morgan Colby and, and, and everybody, they're workhorses. I mean, they come in and they're ordering things online, sending them to the seller. The seller just pays for them. They ship them to the house. They coordinate the people fixing them up, they get the painters in there. Um, it's really something to see. And, and quite honestly, it is, I mean, Billy did a house one time that probably sold for 115,000 over what it really, really should have sold for. And it was just because he just, he was there every day for three days and transformed the house. Before you walked in, you didn't see 1981, you saw 2021. And that's very, very important, right? The people that are coming, we did a study, the people that are coming to your houses in Northern Virginia um, and they bought our houses. And I'm gonna talk about marketing here in one second. And that collaboration, 85% of them came from the 66 Dulles Corner, which is Arlington, Alexandria, DC, Falls Church, McLean. They came from that quarter or they came from out of state. And the out-of-state people may have been looking somewhere else, but our marketing, that collaboration, we find them and we bring them in. And that's who's buying a lot of our houses. So 85% of the houses that we sell are sold to people, 50% are sold to the corridor and 35% are sold to people from out-of-state and 15% are sold to local people. So, And the reason for that is not that we don't market the local, we do. We don't, it's not that we don't send out postcards to every renter 
five, 700 people, we do. Uh, Samson Properties is great about it. They let us send out 300 for free. I mean, we, we send out 300 cards for free to renters that are in that school district. So it's not that we're ignoring it, right? It's just, we know that we're getting more business, higher prices, higher values. When somebody comes from Arlington, they look at a house and uh, I just did this, I'm sending out brochures today. House costs $950,000 in, in Centerville. Same size, same age house in Arlington, sells for 1.55 million, right? So that's $600,000 more, right? So if you can take a $950,000 house and present it to people looking in Arlington that are having to pay 1.55 million for it, they look at this and go, well, maybe I can afford a bigger house. Maybe I can spend 1.2 and get a huge house out in Centerville. So am I willing to drive the 30 minutes or 35 minutes to get a home that's that much bigger? And the answer is hell yeah. Well, 50% of them do. So, you know, that comes to the collaboration of the marketing. But let's, let's, let's go back here. The first thing obviously is in preparing the home, the collaboration with the 30 somethings, that's our key advantage. That's the advantage. Treat them right. Um, um, so, the next one is the pricing. And we talk about collaboration, right? So, so the collaboration on pricing is you can't put an address in a, in a computer and hit a button and have it tell you what it is, right? Because I do it for every house we go to and some are at 900 and some are at 1.1 million. So they're off by a hundred or $200,000 on their estimates. So depending on who pushes the 26 page report on this button or this button, same BS data, it's just how do they arrive at a $200,000 different price? So you can't do that. You have to start with, in the collaboration, somebody that has a good track record and a model of saying, homes within a mile, homes within 160 days, similar age, similar size, similar price range. That's gonna to come to a customary value. So we need to start with a customary value Lockdown, no questions, no ifs, ums, and buts. That a house of this size and this age in this community sells for this amount of dollars. Okay. So we start with that. Then comes what do the sellers know? What neighbors do the sellers know that have sold? Maybe they have a neighbor that sold last year that is the exact same house, exact same style, blah, 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 blah. You know. We can get feedback from sellers. I can take that house. I can put it in the model and just appreciate it for the last 12 months and come up with a very similar thing. So if they have other information that I need to know about, then you gotta, they got to feed that back. So that, that's where we start, right? Customary numbers. Now we need to talk about what upgrades this house has, what they put into it. Is geothermal standard? Hell no, it's not standard. Geothermal that we're putting out on Sweetwood, uh, just an incredible house we're putting out on Sweetwood this weekend. Um, 1.7 million, $1.8 million with, you know, whatever, acres and acres of land, a barn, a beautiful pool, cool, just cool architecture, geothermal. So, so then we need to, in our collaboration of pricing, we need to talk to the sellers about what they have done, how much they've invested in the house, and, and we need to arrive at where, based on my experience, 
If you put in 400,000 in your house, what should that result in in a sales price? About 200,000, about 50%, right? So, so let's say I'm at 1.6, they put in $800,000 into the house. It should come in somewhere around $2 million. We sold it for 2 million, 50,000, right? They bid it to 50,000 higher. So, so that number has been authenticated. Again, collaboration, authentication. Well, my neighbor said, yeah, how many houses your neighbor sold? Your neighbor has, your neighbor wants his high price and has no experience in real estate. He may be a nuclear scientist, I don't know. Maybe an accountant, I don't know. But so when somebody gives you a piece of data, um, they wanna get in on the collaboration, you better bring, you know, what is your expertise? You need to authenticate that data, right? So now we're, we've, We've authenticated the pricing model works. We know what the customary is. We know what upgrades add on to it. And then we arrive at where our price is, right? Well, we're not done collaborating yet, right? So we get all of our stuff together. We put it in. Julie does her marketing. We'll talk about it in a minute. And then the collaboration then takes another turn. When we do all of the marketing, now we get together and we look at how many realtors have looked at it and like it. How many of their clients like it? What do people say about it? How many people are sharing it? How much time? So now everybody's in on the collaboration, right? Now we're all collaborating. We got realtors collaborating. We got buyers collaborating. We can read what they're saying. Who's saying it's a favorite? Who's saying they love it? So all of this information is now we're getting more data <coughs> because the final collaboration is between us and the seller where we say, here's the data we now have. What do you want to do? Last night, I recommended 875. I think that's a good number. If we want to, if you feel more comfortable, because when all is said and done, the most important thing is the comfort level of the seller, right? That's more important than anything, right? They have to go to bed at night. So they feel more comfortable at 850. Fine. That's going to blow the roof off. We'll get tons of people coming in, tons of it, which is fine, right? So I'll give you the data we need. And then we'll find your comfort level. And that's what we're going to go out at, right? Now, one time I gave all the data they needed at 1.3 and they decided that their comfort level is 1.5. So I'll try and talk them out of it because I know that if it goes off at 1.3, they're going to end up at 1.4, 1.425. They're off at 1.5 and it gets rotten. It's going to come downward. Then by the time we get to 1.3, it's going to go to one twos. So they end up at 1275 instead of one four. So it cost them $150,000. So I explained to them, this decision could cost you $150,000. Do what you like, not my money. You know, and they decided on the 1.5 and they end up getting, you know, 1.275. So, so I'm going to do my best, you know, to collaborate and give you the information you need and try and steer you. But, you know, when all is said and done, First, it's, it's my years of experience on what the customary number is. Their seller input on what other things could be put into this model. Then the upgrades of where it's going to be or what we needed to do the house. Maybe it's going up, maybe it's going down. That's collaboration. Then we put it in as a number that we understand. And this is what we're going to test. Then everybody else, the whole outside world is going to collaborate with us. And then we're going to arrive at what our price is. I will give you the data. We will figure out what the data is. 
and then you'll decide on the price. That's a collaboration. That is not your house should go on the market for 1.4, let's go. That's not the deal. It is a collaboration, okay? The collaboration on marketing is simple, right? So we as a sales team know, the, know who the buyers are. We know where they are. We know where they're coming from. We communicate that and we collaborate with uh, Julie, who is an expert on geofencing and Google ads and planting things where they need to be and in what groups and how she does that. That's a full-time job. And then she goes and does all that and then sends us back data that we need to process before we get the final price. We do our marketing during coming soon so that all that data can come back to us and we can go to the seller and collaborate, right? It's her. So is the marketing the real reason? Are the beautiful pictures the real reason? Is it the pricing correctly that's the real reason? Is it the predictive analysis is the real reason? They are all contributing factors to the money maker, which is preparing the house. So when you are going, I don't feel like doing, this is our number one collaboration. We need to listen. It's a lot easier for us to call in some painters and call in some hardware guys and call in some window washers than it is to sit through 80 days on the market. Think about that. In two, since uh, January 1, 2021, the homes that the other two agents have sold average 80 days on the market. Can you imagine what it's like to be on the market for 80 days on average? Can you imagine that? Can you, I can tell you one thing too. If the average home is coming in at 33,000 uh, 33, under list price, then I can tell you there's also a ton of home inspections. We don't want a home inspection. Trust me on that. We'll do anything not to get a home inspection. They are deal killers. They will put your house back on the market because it didn't pass inspection. Then once that happens, all hell's going to break loose, right? So let's talk about the last collaboration and I've only got four minutes left. So I'm going to go with the last collaboration and this is critical too, right? So now all of this work, all this collaboration, all of this marketing, all of this pricing, you know, everything's been done, all the pain, uh, it's coming down to this coming down to contracts, real live money, right? So the contracts are coming in. This is no time to stall, right? This is a collaboration where we really need to take charge and say, uh, time is of the essence. Uh, if a person is put in, contract number one is 50,000 over everybody else. We need to be ready to react to that. We need to be ready to lock them down and lock down contract two, three, and four get people backed up behind them and, and select and move fast. So we need to be like the Marines. We need to be deliberate. We need to be expedient. We need to hit what we aim at, right? We don't wanna miss. We don't wanna miss that contract. So we're gonna hit what we aim at. So at this time, the collaboration will take a little bit more charge on, on our side um, by saying all of the things that we know about these contracts, the listing agent, the lender. I mean, just, you know, talk about collaborating. When you're talking to McLean Mortgage or you're talking to somebody intercoastal, a professional badass loan officer, 
they've got everything in line. They're they're gone. They're as opposed to somebody that's coming in from Bank of America, where we've got a uh, an eight hundred number to call if something goes wrong, right? So so we're looking at all of this documentation, and and you know we're collaborating with the listing agents. What are the other things this buyer? Tell us about the buyer. How many, you know. How many deals have they lost? What do they do? You know, all that stuff. So then it becomes a collaboration between our agent, that 30-something that put our house in great shape, and the, the, the other agents that are working with these buyers. So we can not only find the best price, the best terms, but also the best buyer, the person that's going to fit perfectly into this. And then when we collaborate with the seller, we can give them this information. And then at that time, we turn into the Marines and we hit what we aim at. We move quickly, we move deliberately and, uh, and effectively, okay? So that is, so I would just say that if you're going to, in summary, if you're going to work with a realtor to sell your house, right? You need to work with a collaborator, not somebody that's gonna tell you what to do, a collaborator. And in order to collaborate with somebody, you need to authenticate. So before somebody walks into their house, before somebody walks into your house, you should see what is your track record. I'm selling $1.4 million house in Oakland. Can you send me a track record on anything you think would be effective on your experience and make sure I know your days on market, uh, percentage of assessment, and, um, and any premiums you get over your list price. Those are three things that are important. And I'll say that again. I need to know what your average days on market is. I need to know what your percentage of assessment is, 2021. And I need to know what the premium is that you're getting over list price. Now, the reason why I say that is if somebody's giving you $100,000 on average over list price, there's no home inspection there. If somebody's getting 5,000 over list price, there's a home inspection. Oh, there's definitely a home inspection. That's a problem, okay? So, so before you collaborate, authenticate. And then once you've authenticated, now collaborate freely. Now make sure you can contribute and we can talk about it. But when time comes, you know, push to shove, you need to be able to trust your professionals that this is what's been happening in the past and this is what's successful. My name is Casey Sampson. You've been listening to Coffee with Casey. I come here every Thursday at 11 o'clock. I appreciate you guys spending some time listening to this. If you're looking for me, I'm at 703-508-2535 or you can catch me at Casey at caseysampson.com. You can see all of what we do, all of our strategy, all of our podcasts at caseysampson.com. And then for the podcast, you go to caseysampson.com slash podcast. We'll see everybody next Thursday at 11 o'clock. Bye now.